And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista and Nathan Jones, we're so excited about today's program because we're going to be spending some time banqueting in heaven. So we want you to turn to Revelation chapter 19 as we start our program for today. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones, my co-host, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Thank you, Jesus, so much for the wedding supper of the Lamb, where all those who believe in you as Savior, Lord, will one day participate in. We look forward to it. We're excited about it. And we pray, Lord, that you will open up your word so we understand it better. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Thank you again, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuned into The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the wonderful banquet that we're going to have in heaven. Hey, today's program is sponsored by the Aventura University. You can find more information at cca.university. And you can always give us a call at 305-992-9537. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to the program. Nathan, Feliz Navidad y Dia de las Gracias. Feliz Navidad to you, uh, uh, Padre uh, Imano Muy Bueno. <laughs> Uh, I can't switch back and forth between those great languages. I, I, my only second language is coding language. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you did very good. We do need to practice our Spanish a little more, Nathan. It's great to have you on the program. Well, you teach me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nathan, we always we always have a great time, and, and uh, it is it is a wonderful season that we're entering in as we're going to be uh, entering into Thanksgiving and Christmas and a, and a, and a new year, but. Before we, we continue, uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, what you're involved in, in the ministry and your contact information for maybe someone who's new to the program. They can also see what to give thanks for with the, what the ministry is up to there. Well, uh, again, my name is Nathan Jones. I'm the Internet Evangelist here at Lamb and Lion Ministries. We are a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We're excited to do that in so many different ways, primarily through our television program, called Christ in Prophecy, hosted by Dr. David Reagan and myself. And that program is all over the world. Uh, we've really expanded the last two years, so we're, we're thankful for that and praising God for expansion of the ministry. Uh, all over the world, people can watch our TV show and get excited about the Lord's soon return. We also do it a number of other different things, like uh, whole conferences. Uh, we do uh, podcasts like this one, The Truth Will Set You Free. Uh, I teamed up with you there, Pastor Vic. We also uh, do books and publications and Particularly, you and I have just released a brand new book called The Mighty Angels of Revelation. It's been released the week before Thanksgiving 2019. And I hope folks check us out at lamblion.com or go on to Amazon or Barnes & Noble and check out that book. Uh, well, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm really excited about the. It's already taken off and people are, are giving good positive feedback that it's helping them understand how God uses angels in the daily life of uh, believers, but also throughout the book of Revelation, how Revelation unfolds and how God uses the angels to do his work in this world and in the, uh, his plan for the ages. Oh, well, Nathan, I'm also very grateful and thankful to be able to have partnered with you in this wonderful, wonderful project. It is an amazing resource. And especially as we enter into the uh, wonderful Christmas uh, times and, of course, the birth of the Lord and the angels involved in all that. I just thought the timing uh, of our book was perfect, Nathan, and just uh, the wonderful reviews that we're already getting from people. Well, it's a God thing. I mean, think about how you had recommended that we teach 
but through the book of Revelation, verse by verse, from the angel's point of view. And we did that over the course of maybe a year, what, 2016. And then uh, I blogged through it in 2017. And we thought, hey, you know, this is really good. Dr. Reagan challenged us to write a book about it. And we did. And here it is, 2019, <laughs> three years later. And we have a 400-page book that teaches uh, 72 different angels or classes of angels uh, that God uses to get his will done in the book of Revelation. And and the Lord's just amazing. I just really pray that that the podcasts we did and the blogs that came after, and then, of course, this book will bless so many people. And who knows where the Lord will take this after this book. Certainly, we uh, I've gotten myself a number of speaking engagements like you have uh, to share about what God's doing in the book of Revelation at different churches and conferences uh, and even TV shows on our own uh, Christ in Prophecy, uh, uh, Gary Stearman's Prophecy Watchers, Jan Markell's Olive Views. Olive Tree Views, they're, they're all going to talk about uh, this book and how the Lord uses angels to, to serve us. So, man, the timing is just great, especially when we get near Christmas and there's all this talk about angels. Uh, Charisma yes. Magazine will be doing a two-page spread in December of 2019 as well. And, uh, you know, just people want to know about angels. We, it's hard to know what God's doing with them unless you really get in the Bible, especially the book of Revelation. It reveals so much about them. So get into Revelation and and I, I believe today we're getting in the book of Revelation, right? Exactly. And speaking about angels, Nathan, and their involvement in prophecy, we're just excited because sometimes when people think about the holidays, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas or Halloween, uh, a lot of times they, they don't tie certain things to the Bible. But you and I have taken time to actually draw out of the Bible uh, what the Bible has to say in terms of also Times like Thanksgiving, does the Bible talk about celebration for us to give thanks, for us eating together, banqueting together? And that is exactly what we're going to be looking at today as we look at this wonderful banquet and feast found in Revelation chapter 19 in that wonderful wedding feast of the Lamb. So, yeah, Nathan, that would be great if we could if you could walk us through chapter 19. We'll open it up, taking a verses one through four uh, and then make our way through it and just so, and just encourage people to see what the Bible has to say about celebrations. Okay, well, let's start Revelation 19, verses 1 through 4, and then uh, we'll get into the context so we understand what we're reading. <laughs> so uh, after these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia! Salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteousness, righteous are his judgments. Because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again they said, Alleluia! And her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. Woo! And Nathan, of course, I, I'm so glad that you mentioned there, of course, giving a little bit of the context uh, in the background, just in case somebody uh, is new uh, to this topic. What exactly is going on here? What are they praising God for? And hallelujah. Well, Revelation 19 is the end of the seven year tribulation as prophesied by Daniel and uh, throughout the book of Daniel. And what we're getting is uh, the end of Daniel's 70 weeks prophecy, a seven year time period where God is going to pour out his judgment on the world on 21 judgments. Now, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you would have been raptured up to heaven before this ever happened. So don't worry if you're a Christian, this isn't for you. But what we've read in the subsequent chapters before here is, is from Revelation 6 to 19 is, is just horrible, horrible things. I mean, we're talking about God 
pouring out his wrath upon the world just like he did in the flood. Uh, it's amazing there's really any people left by the time that they're getting. And the purpose, is, as it's revealed in Daniel, is to destroy the Gentile world powers, the power of Satan uh, through his puppet, the Antichrist, this one world leader who will rule the world one day soon. And this Babylon is the representation of the Antichrist harlot religion and harlot political system, which dominates the world for those seven years. And by the time we get to Revelation 19, the Lord has sent this angel. We like to call it the stone angel. This angel lifts the stone and crushes the headquarters of the Antichrist kingdom and brings it down. And we're just about to see uh, the Lord come back and uh, defeat Satan and the Antichrist and set up his thousand-year kingdom. And so we're right now just at the crossroads, the end of the tribulation, as we're just about to enter into Christ's millennial kingdom. Woo. And Nathan, that is fantastic. So in other words, we see here a praise. We see here a rejoicing uh, for, for the wonderful work that God has done and an alleluia and, and an amen. And this is exactly uh, as we continue to head through uh, through uh, chapter 19, verses 5 and on, we see that this is leading us to a wonderful, wonderful celebration because of the goodness of God. So, yeah, Nathan, if you continue to read the uh, verses 5 through uh, 8, that will be fantastic. All right, so what we got here is we got all of heaven praising God for the defeat of the Antichrist Empire. We got his 24 elders who are, are representatives of the church surrounding God's throne. We have four living creatures. They're the seraphim, uh, special angels that worship God all day and all night. And so now we've got, we're going to add more voices to this praise here in verse 5. It says, Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you, his servants, and those who fear him, both small and great. And I, John, heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters and as the sound of mighty thunder, and saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints." Mm, what a what a beautiful passage. So Nathan, again, we notice there's talking about this marriage, this lamb, uh, people getting themselves ready with linen. What, what exactly is all that about? Well, bear in mind that for the last seven years, as God is raining down wrath upon this earth and judgment for the evil and wickedness of humanity, the raptured church, in other words, all the faithful in Jesus Christ throughout the, all of the church age has been safe in heaven uh, we've experienced or will experience at that time what's called the judgment of the just. That's where uh, Jesus Christ judges every believer who's ever lived, uh, not for the salvation, obviously, because Jesus Christ's own blood covers our sins and makes us clean and holy. But it's a time of, um, think of it as report card time. It's, it's time to earn your eternal rewards for the good works that the Holy Spirit has done through us. And... Uh, the church is also getting ready to return with Jesus Christ and follow him. That, that's coming up next. But in the middle of that, what we have is called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. It's this great feast, this great, uh, God compares it to a wedding celebration of that magnitude. You know, all of the stops have been pulled. It's, it's the greatest celebration, uh, the greatest feast that, that's ever been done in heaven as far as we know. And the Lord is going to spiritually marry what's called his bride, the church. Now, it's a, a spiritual marriage. In other words, that, that, that those who Jesus Christ died for are finally reunited with him again. And uh, we get to be with our Lord and Savior forever and ever. And this is a 
great time of, to worship and celebrate and to thank God. And uh, brother, it's going to be the biggest party the universe has ever seen. <laughs> You know, Nathan, I really love that because, you know, a lot of times people think that Christians can't have fun. Hey, listen, we do. And, and the Bible shows wonderful opportunities and celebrations as we come together. Uh, Nathan, I really, I really love this because it says, let us be glad, rejoice, and give him glory. In other words, it's always a matter of giving thanks to God. And, and Nathan, you would agree, we just have so many things to give God glory and give him thanks for. And now as we are entering the season of Thanksgiving, sometimes we find people a little bit depressed or down and, and, and the enemy messing with their minds. And oftentimes they, they don't think that they have things to give thanks for or give glory for. But you and I realize we have a lot of things to be thankful for. I think the the, the best is uh, references in verse six. It says, for the Lord, in other words, the king, God, the eternal being who created us, omnipotent, all-powerful reigns. He's in charge. Brother, as bad as it seems like it's getting on this earth, uh, the government is a mess and it's fighting with itself. For some reason, uh, where it seemed like we gotten past a lot of racial divides, now that's all we ever hear about is racial and class divides. There's wars all over. Syria is a mess. Uh, you know, there's sickness and death and suffering. And we're like, oh, Lord, uh, are you in charge? I, it seems like the planet is spinning out of control. But we're told here, the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Nothing can defeat God. We're just waiting for Jesus Christ to return and put everything right with his great kingdom. And that's another reason that the saints here up in heaven are celebrating because they're getting really close. They know that at the end of seven years, Jesus is coming back. So, if you're having a difficult time this, this Thanksgiving and Christmas season, remember the Lord God omnipotent reigns where things like seems like pieces are falling out of place. They're actually falling in place just as God prophesied and leading up to his return. Oh, that fantastic, Nathan. I really love that. And also, Nathan, you know, during the seasons, we have people that have been uh, whose families have been devastated and broken and people are, you know, uh, oftentimes feeling lonely and, and depressed during the holiday seasons. But what a wonderful encouragement here, because for the believer, we have family, spiritual family. We're not alone. The Bible promises that the Lord is with us, that he will never leave us, that he will never forsake us. And, and verse eight there, it just shows, Nathan, that this is talking about us, the Christian, the spiritual family, those that are dressed in white and in linen. I love that point. Uh, that, that's really good. It's true. You might feel lonely. Uh, you might not be connected with people as much as, as you, you wish you did. But know that if you are a child of God, then you're a part of a bigger family, a celestial family, a family that's going to live in joy and fellowship, perfect joy and fellowship forever. And the price that God paid for, you know, he calls us his treasure, that we are treasured by God. So much so that Jesus came down to this earth. He gave up his power temporarily to become a man and die on the cross for our sins so that when we accept him in faith and repentance, we too can be forgiven of our sins and have that eternal fellowship with God again. Someday, man, just like Adam and Eve who walked and talked and had fellowship with God face to face, Jesus had to die on the cross so we could get that again, where we will walk and talk and have fellowship with our Heavenly Father face to face. Well, if you feel that you're lonely, you know, know that as a Christian, you've got the Holy Spirit living. you. That's the down payment on your eternal life. One day you will see Jesus Christ as he takes you up to heaven, either in the rapture or upon death. 
and then we will stand before the Father and see his great glory and honor. And we won't help. We can't help but fall down and do exactly what all these people in heaven are doing. This prophecy, brother, is, is the future. These voices that we're reading about are yours and my voices. They're, if you're a Christian, this is your voice. This is a future that has been prophesied for you. This is your story. And so that should give you great joy in this time, knowing that you have you have a fantastic, fantastic future ahead of you. And, and Nathan, I love that. That is fantastic the way you put that. Again, for those of you that maybe just tuned in, again, your tuned in to the truth will set you free. Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the banquet in heaven, the marriage supper of the Lamb in Revelation chapter 19. And you should get excited because this is your future, as Nathan Jones has just pointed out. Nathan, verse 8 talks about there uh, in Revelation 19, 8, it talks about clean and bright fine linen, uh, 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 and it talks about the saints. And, and it just reminds me what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, uh, verses uh, 1 through 5, but primarily uh, verses uh, 7 through 10. Um, and I'm not sure, Nathan, if you're able to jump there to 1 John 1, uh, verses 7 uh, through 10, uh, and read that for us, because we, 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 we find that oftentimes uh, Satan because of our sins, because of our failures, uh, makes us think that we're not worthy uh, to receive the things that God has for us. But yet the Bible is clear that we simply confess our sins before the Lord, and he is just to cleanse us. Uh, and, and that's why when I was thinking of that fine linen, clean, it means forgiving uh, for our sins. And I was wondering if maybe if, if we can read those verses, verses 7 through 10 of First John chapter 1. Uh, just in case someone out there doesn't have a Bible so they can see what God, how God really thinks about them. Well, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Wonderful. And, and Nathan, that's the cleansing right there. The Lord cleanses us. Then once he forgives us and cleanses us, we are dressed in the incredible fine linen of forgiveness uh, of the saints. Like you read for us in Revelation 19.8. I just think it's amazing. It is. Uh, obviously, we'll be wearing that fine linen. I mean, it, it's clothing. It's interesting how much of the uh, rewards that Christians will receive upon going to heaven at, at, during this judgment of the just Part of it is fine linen. In other words, we'll be wearing uh, white clothes, which are uh, symbolic of, of all our good deeds that we've done by the Holy Spirit through us. But also, like we just read, the fact that Jesus Christ's blood purifies us. Uh, you know, we're not walking around in dirty, tattered, stinking, ripped clothes, which is what our life is like before Jesus Christ. No, we're we're arraigned in, in white linens. I, I don't know if that's togas, man. I, <laughs> some people call it as togas. Uh, or robes. Uh, I'm hoping for something a little sportier than that, but uh, who knows, man? Who knows? But you know, we get crowns, actual different types of crowns that we wear, just like those 24 elders that we we use as an eternal act of worship, laying it down at the feet of Jesus Christ and remembrance of the good works we've done. Praise the Lord! And we also get new names. There's a verse that tells us that the Lord will will put a new name on a white stone, probably marble, and hand it to us and and I won't be called Nathan anymore, and you won't be Victoriano anymore. We'll, 
will be known by what the true name is that the Lord has called us. Uh, there's so many spiritual rewards that are up in heaven to be honored before the Father and to live in his house forever and to see the face of our creator and to worship him and to, and, and in return he loves us. And uh, Man, you've picked <laughs> Revelation 19. It's certainly one of the best chapters in the Bible. Oh, we love it. And it's just filled with wonderful encouragement and invitation. And Nathan, as we go back to Revelation 19, uh, verses 9 through 10, there's a wonderful invitation here that we're going to talk about. And this is the banquet. This is the celebration. And it's opened to everyone who comes to Christ. Would you be able to take us back to Revelation 19, Nathan, and read for us verses 9 through 10 so we can encourage anyone that is tuned in? By the way, we thank those of you that are tuned in via Facebook and social media. And we, uh, we definitely cover your prayers uh, for our program. So, yeah, Nathan, if you can take us there, that would be fantastic. Okay, back to Revelation 19, verse 9. And then he said to me, John, write, Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him, but he, the angel, said to me, See that you don't do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Ooh. Nathan, th those are wonderful uh, verses there. And I mean, that that puts it together, the marriage supper of the Lamb. So Nathan, can just anybody come to this uh, uh, invitation or uh, who can make it in there? Who is invited? Well, if you're a, a saved believer in Jesus Christ, then you are a part of what's called the church, capital C. And you will be taken up to heaven one day, either upon death or the rapture. You'll be resurrected. You'll be in your glorified bodies. And you'll be there at the wedding supper of the Lamb. Uh, you are the bride, a, a member of the, the, or part of what's called the bride. But there's guests that show up at weddings. And we know the guests to be the Old Testament saints and the tribulation martyrs. They'll be there. They're the guests. The angels will be there. They'll be guests as well. And uh, so this angel is telling John this. And John was just so overwhelmed that he he all of a sudden fell down to worship the angel and you know angels <laughs> they don't want to fall into like their demonic brothers did by coveting god's worship so immediately he's like no no don't do that don't do that hey worship god and i, I love this this very last sentence in this section it says for the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy and brother we live in a day and an age where prophecy is mocked and ridiculed and ignored and put on the back burner so many churches are have just given up on it because they just tired, like, oh, Jesus is never going to come, and, and they've put it away. But here the Bible tells us that the testimony of Jesus, not of man, not of church, not of the world, no, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's, that's where we get prophecy, from Jesus himself. This is where the apostle John is getting his prophecy to write the book of Revelation, from Jesus himself. And, hey, brother, if it's important to Jesus Christ, then it should be important to his children as well. Excellent, excellent point. And Nathan, you know, you and I just finished our book in angiology, and that's one of the things that we highlight. We do not worship angels. We do not worship uh, idols. Uh, they are, they are uh, again, ministering spirits. And even John here recognized the importance of us just worshiping the Lord Jesus. You know, Nathan, it's interesting. I was putting a book into someone's hand uh, that uh, you and I just wrote, and the person asked me a question uh, regarding the book. And she says, you know, I'm curious. I, I did want to ask you, if I pray to the angels, 
uh, will they hear me without going through Jesus? And I said to her, well, ma'am, uh, I just want you to know that it's only through Jesus Christ that his angels are dispatched. And John here is pretty much saying the same thing, right, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, I, this angel's like, hey, why would we praise and worship and, and, and talk to angels when we can have a direct phone line to Jesus Christ? You know, we don't need angels to be our intermediaries between God and man. There's there's no point in praising uh, angels. Uh, sure, I'm thankful that God has his guardian angels, his nourishing angels, his protecting angels, his warrior angels, all of the 72 angels we read about in the book of Revelation. But look at the angel's response here. He's like, don't do that. He's like, don't, don't pray to me. Don't worship me. Don't, don't, don't esteem me. It all belongs to Jesus. So, it, you know, I don't know if you've come from a background where you've been taught that, that you need an entry, you need the priest, you need an angel, you need Mary, you need all these people to talk to Jesus, uh-uh. The Bible is crystal clear. You don't need any of these people. Jesus Christ died for your sins. You can pray to him directly. Uh, one day we'll see the Father face to face. Jesus is our intermediary between the Father and us. And uh, it's Jesus and Jesus Christ alone. So please, please, please don't go to angels. Don't go to Mary. Don't go to your priest to, to, for intermediary prayer. You can pray from your heart directly to Jesus Christ. Excellent point. And Nathan, I know we only have a few minutes left to our program, but again, we just want to encourage those of you that are tuned into the program. We know, again, a number of you are, are tuned in through social media. We thank you for your prayers. But again, we want to make clear to you that this opportunity to celebrate Thanksgiving, this opportunity to celebrate uh, these wonderful holidays, we cannot forget our Savior. We cannot forget Jesus. We cannot forget to give him thanks. Uh, and uh, Nathan, this is why we're doing this program, so that individuals out there will see how connected the Bible is, Bible prophecy is, uh, to Thanksgiving, to all our celebration and all the things and all the feasts that we celebrate. Amen, brother. It, it's sad that Thanksgiving is so denigrated ignored. It's called Turkey Day. Uh, Black Friday is spilled over into it. It's just a meal and people say, ah, it's just where family gets together and bickers about politics. You know, don't let Satan take the joy of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is meant to be a time to be thankful, to, to, to praise the Lord for all the wonderful things. And even if your life is rough, you have Jesus Christ, you've got eternity. You are the richest person in the world. So praise God. Mm, thank you so much, Nathan. And of course, Nathan, of course, we know that uh, in order for someone to uh, enter into this feast, they must have the proper wedding garments on, the proper clothing, a proper relationship with Jesus. Uh, and uh, I wanted for you to talk to some to that person, Nathan, maybe doesn't know the Lord before we close and how they can start a relationship with Jesus. How they can they be properly clothed with that arrayed with that uh, fine linen? Well, I think we hit the nail on the head in First John where we read that, that the blood of Jesus Christ purifies us from all unrighteousness. And Jesus died on the cross for the sins of the world, but that blood is only applied to you if you turn to Jesus Christ away from your sins, you repent, and you in faith trust Jesus Christ uh, to be your Savior and Lord. Uh, you can pray from your heart something like, Dear Jesus, please, Forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. All the dark and evilness of your life will be cleansed. The guilt will be gone. You will be able to stand before God, arraigned in white robes, part of the marriage supper of the Lamb, an inheritance of coming to you as a child of God and heir of Jesus Christ. You have an eternity ahead of you. 
but you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. That is the only way his blood can cover your sins and make you clean. Mm, excellent, Nathan. And I think that's a wonderful encouragement to anyone that's uh, tuned into the program. Listen, if you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have trusted him, we'd love for you to let us know. Give us a call at 305-992-9537. We would love to celebrate with you in this wonderful occasion. And of course, uh, we are going to continue to keep you in prayer. And also, we want to pray for everyone that's tuned in, especially uh, as time approaches for us to be able to come together with other people, take these opportunities to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as you can. And don't forget to extend a hand to help others, especially in these times of Thanksgiving, as these are great evangelistic opportunities. Would you agree, Nathan? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, even if you're an atheist, you're, <laughs> you're thinking about Jesus a lot more this time of year. Great opportunity to, to freely and without fear or concern share about your belief in Jesus Christ and lead other people to that same saving knowledge of him. Ooh, praise the Lord. So Nathan, I, I really appreciate your time and uh, sharing this wonderful opportunity here in Revelation chapter 19, this incredible, incredible banquet. We definitely uh, gave a feast for those that have been tuned into a program to think about and to pray about in our prayers that they will continue to draw closer to the Lord and get into his word. So Nathan Jones, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for being part of the program. Uh, brother, I am thankful for you. Uh, praise the Lord. And of course, for those of you that are tuned into the program, we have run out of time for this segment of the program. And of course, this is Vic Batista and Nathan Jones. We're excited uh, to be here with you, but we're also saddened that we have to say goodbye. So hopefully next time you can catch us on our next program. And for now, we're going to leave you with some Christmas music. So you all have a great day. Nathan, God bless you. God bless you.